Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome friends. friends. There we go. Welcome, <laughs> my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not too to much. It. Not too much. Not too much. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Copyrights. Music, music thing. We don't want to. Was it that. five seconds? That was less than five seconds. Yeah, we're okay. I think we're okay. <laughs> it's another episode of the Brian Trust. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah. The last before Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> I don't have harp music or anything for that. It should be in the mean. Insert harp music here. Yes, Valentine's Day, the. The made-up holiday that's only there specifically to cause consternation for everybody involved in the end. Good for the chocolate industry. <laughs> and greeting cards and uh-huh. flow- and flowers. Sure. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the flowers. Um, um, or, as other people call it, Singles Awareness Day. Ah, uh, um, yes. Uh, things like that. Uh, or, as I like to call it, Thursday. Uh, Oh yeah, is this, ooh, is this a yeah. Um, mm. but uh, yeah, no, that's you know, it's we're into February, we're solidly into February now, and we are, man, one month down. Oh boy, you know, it occurs to me. I realized yes. why Valentine's Day is so cursed. It's on the Ides of February, because fourteenth, it's halfway. It's exactly halfway through the month. Mm. That's the halfway point, you know. The Ides of, you know, Ides, I mean, it's not the Ides of March by any means, but the Ides of February. Whoa. Ides of February. Talons. Uh, sorry, I did rewatch Rome last week. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> All right, which is a great show. Sure, uh, not for the kids, uh, no. but it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The movie thing's still going long. It's going strong, and that's why I brought up Valentine's Day this week. So I decided this week I am doing a theme. So I'm watching all romantic comedies between now and next oh, week are you now for for the movies that I'm picking? Yeah, I see. Are you gonna throw a couple Hallmark movies in there too? No, do, do those I count? Am, I am explicitly not watching any Hallmark movies. Oh, that makes it, it that, that makes it too easy. Oh yeah, we'll throw and, one in there. And, and frankly, well, no, we, well, I could because if you've seen one, you've seen them all. That's true. They uh, do have a pattern. Uh, but no, I'm deliberately trying to watch good movies uh-huh. for the most part. Although Sorcerer, no, <laughs> there are some bad ones in there. Uh, no, I, I, I have enough already, already, I have enough stuff that was already in my queue. Yeah. Yep, last Starfighter. Anyway, that, that kind of right. qualified as a romantic comedy. They're mostly indie films, a little quirkier, a little. Oh different. yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I like, I like a movie that actually has some actual Eat. story to it. Yeah. Uh, I see. And, right. Some some stakes to it a little bit and mm-hmm. that I like and uh, so I started that yesterday with with mm-hmm. the movie I was watching yesterday. It's just seven days, so it's not a huge. Ah. Um, but I have enough. Oh. I'm like, okay, yes, this, this, and this, and this, and this. And yeah, and it's stuff. A lot of it didn't necessarily get a wide release in the theaters. Sure. This one, right. The one I watched, the one I watched yesterday, sleeping with other people, uh, did get like a wide theatrical release. It's pretty funny, actually. It was a very good oh, movie. Okay. How about the notebook? Have you seen the notebook? That's a good. I have not seen the notebook. Um, oh. It is in my queue. I think. Oh. I don't remember. I think that's a good one for Valentine's Day. Oof. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the secret. No. That's a. That's a. That's a man. That's a heavy but, one. Yeah, that's not a comedy though. Like I was specifically. Oh, there's going, some funny parts in there. I was specifically going for comedy. The like the stuff right. that's like full on comedy. Oh, I see. Uh, this week, uh, just because it's 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 kind of a challenge. It's not a huge challenge, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. Um, 
How about yeah, so um, there's enough stuff that was readily available for streaming where I don't have to spend a ton right, of right now. Right. Uh, whereas the notebook is not available in streaming <laughs> actively. How about, uh, renter purchase. Yeah. So, say anything. Good. Have you seen say anything? Yes. I'm sure you have. All right. It, it, it's been a very long time, but yes, I did. I have seen, all of the, all, I've seen just about all of the great like eighties. Yeah. Romantic comedies, like especially anything John Cusack's been in. I pretty much seen them yeah. all. So yeah. was, oh, what about you've seen Wally, right? From oh, Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good romantic comedy. Um, that's not bad. I don't know. I mean, it is the, the primary plot is romantic comedy. It's not in terms of theme. I don't really think of it, no. that, but it's environmentalism you know, is the theme of that yeah, one. The, yeah. The romance is kind of a subplot, you know? Yeah. That's nice. Good. I mean, it's, it's a valid, it's a valid thing. It's just not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of those things. Lloyd what about, uh, what about never been kissed? You ever seen that one? Um, Drew Barrymore. I haven't. Ooh, that's a good one. I know, like that one. I know. I, bet, I haven't. Uh, yeah, that's, that's another one. one. It's not readily available, but no, uh, that's a cute one. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see. It's kind of. It's one of those sort of. A lot of her stuff. I, I've never gotten into a lot of Drew Barrymore's movies. Not that oh. they're terrible. I just and not that she's bad or anything. It's just like the. It's never it really kind of like oh right. I should watch this right. You yeah. have Netflix. Uh, to all the boys I've loved before. That's a good one. We talked That's about that. One. We yeah, we actually yeah. talked about that a couple of weeks ago. You mentioned that. That's a movie. That's a good um, one. I will probably watch that at maybe at some point. I don't know. Uh, That's a good romantic uh, comedy. I think you'd I, like that one. I, I I'm kind of most of the movies I have picked are stuff with would kind of in my age range. Oh, this is so, in your age range. It's cute. Well, no, I mean the cast is actually in my age range. Like you know, oh I see. I see them. They're like my age. Oh, I our, see. Our age, so people are kind oh. of going through things that we would go through. Uh, That's all right. That's what I'm aiming for. Oh, all right. Uh, at least those are the ones that intrigue me this week. I already have my lineup for this week. It's not oh, okay. Like, like I already have them picked out. It's, oh, I see. I got you. Um, I do keep stuff in mind. Like I'll watch the. I'll watch most a lot of these movies any time of the year. It just happens to be I, I, on a spur of the moment. I'm like, well, let's just do this as a challenge. And there you go. Because I realized. Uh, I realized yesterday. I was like, oh wait, yeah, it's seven days to through valentine's day so yeah let's just do this and nice so yeah it's i pretty much got my lineup set up i just want to i have to actually watch them now you know Mm -hmm. um speaking of uh well let's uh tangent for a second here did you happen to see the weird thing that uh coke and delta airlines did with their napkins (laughs) <laughs> oh, that with the, oh that yeah with the name and the phone number thing. yeah i saw that that was uh, yeah that was a, that's a bit of a marketing fail <laughs> yeah. encouraging like, uh, the hookup encouraging was, the hookup on a plane that was not well thought out that was oh boy people were not well thought out that was no uh, okay can you imagine i wonder if anybody like got a napkin like or gave a napkin. I don't know. I I don't know what I don't. I'm that not was sure. weird. I was thinking it was super weird. Uh, <laughs> I saw this yesterday on the news. I was like, what? Yeah, was, that was uh, that was that old. one. Who who was it? Delta was it? Coke? Like who? Who's who the mastermind behind that? Came up with that one. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but yeah, that's what they were thinking. Apparently. <laughs> Um, so to those that don't know what they did was on a napkin it was printed on a napkin they were in, in small letters they were encouraging you to pass the napkin to your in-flight crush 
And basically yeah. they had two lines. The first one was your name and the second one was your phone number. Yeah. <laughs> and you were to fill this out, put your name, put your phone number, fold up the napkin, and give it to your Well, the other side was the message. Crushing on about the because because you were like because you never know. It's like yeah, because you never know. Point. You never know. You don't know what crazy person. Leave people today. alone on an airplane. Women, men, and women don't want to be hit on. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I would like the attention. I'd be flattered, you know, but I, I wouldn't engage. They could be crazy people. You never know. They could be infected with some kind of disease. Right. <laughs> you just kind of. Right. It's yeah, just, just encouraging that behavior that we don't need right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So this Valentine's Day, remember. Don't talk to anybody ever. No. Thank you. <laughs> if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Do, 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 do. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just here with my hand. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Mousetrap. That's, all right, that's anyway. awful. You're going to cut that out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't edit this show anymore. Are you kidding? <laughs> Um, All right, so let's see what else. Oh, oh, well, in in the, within the movie tangent, not so much that, but um, sure. back to reality. Here we go. Not a Brian, but uh, legendary actor Albert Finney died this week. Oh man, passed away. Uh, oh. Played some really great role. We talked about because I had seen Big Fish in the in the original. Yeah, uh, movie watching that led to this yes. whole challenge and yes. stuff. He was the elder version of the yes. main character, and then. Uh, but he's done a ton of stuff. He's been in a bunch of other Coen Brothers things, which is why he and right. stuff, which is why he ended up in Big Fish. But um, it's been in a was bunch he, of other movies um, playing actual he, people, which is interesting right. too. Like he got to start. In, uh, go ahead. Like Sorry. he got to start back in. Like his big breakout movie was in the '60s with a with a fictional character, uh, Tom Jones. Was it even not the, unusual to be not not no. that Tom Jones. No, oh yeah, right. It's like 18th century England. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing was, this Tom was, Jones didn't have panties. It was like an adventure, like romantic comedy adventure thing. Oh, I see. Yes, I haven't seen it, but that's um, I know that it exists. But then he did in the like in in 1970 in the UK, he was part of a musical version of Scrooge, like the uh-huh. the uh, you know Christmas Carol movie. But there was a uh, a an all musical version they did there. Uh-huh. And he played the title character there. He's played Hercule Poirot. Uh-huh. Uh, in the original version of Murder on the Orient Express, which is was he was he um, in Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band that was done by the Bee Gees? Remember that one? I was he Maxwell. I thought he was Maxwell. Uh, I don't believe he was. Yeah, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. Yes, probably. Never mind. But that's okay. It's a, right. <laughs> it, it happens. Um, I'm trying to guess without looking. I'll look and then I'll. Um. Mm. Maxwell, you said? Yeah. He was uh the he was the uh antagonist in that movie. Oh, then no, definitely not. Okay, uh, never mind. <laughs> never I have it. It's another famous actor, but it's not him. Yeah. No, okay, never mind. No. Uh but famous but over here in this country, famously, uh Annie. Oh Annie, yes. Annie Warbucks and Annie. Yeah. Yes. And that, yes. that fantastic yeah. film version with um with Aileen Quinn as Annie and then like Tim Curry as Rooster and Right. Yeah. 
Carol Burnett. Actually, was no, I'm not a big musical fan. I do love that movie. That is actually uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Carol but, Burnett, yeah. I thought was brilliant in that movie. But then at the time I saw it, I think I had a huge crush on Aileen Quinn. So I mean, that, that's oh, all right. Okay. Uh, you know, that's well, she's all right. You know, she's in that she's in that lineup. You know. Okay. Um, but uh, but uh, I remember seeing that in school and stuff, and that was fun. It's, he's played Pope John Paul II. Oh boy! Yeah, I know. Uh, Ernest Hemingway played Winston Churchill. One uh-huh. of many. Yeah, you know, when you get up to a certain age, like you're just destined to play Winston Churchill if you're British, right? But yeah, he did a bunch of stuff. He was in the the Bourne movies and mm-hmm. some, of, some of the Bourne movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. So great loss, great yeah. loss to yeah, our. No, he was a good. He was a good actor. I always enjoyed his work. And yeah, yeah, unfortunate. But, yeah. Hmm. If only he'd been a Brian. Maybe he'd still be alive. No, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, hmm. 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 Speaking of tasteless jokes. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, I don't know. I had nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. Spare the moment, I had nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, except, uh, except this one. Uh, 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 a set of jumper cables walks into a bar. And the bartender says, oh, no, get out of here. No, no, no. Come on. Let me stay. He goes, all right, you can stay. Just don't start anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's not tasteless. It's just, that's just not bad. I mean, it's good. It's a good, it's a good bad. It's a good bad. Don't get me wrong. But that's, that's oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> get out of here. Oh, and, you know, while we're still on the entertainment industry in Hollywood real quick. There was the, yes. the video finally got released this week. There was uh jokingly like Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have this like joke Twitter beef that's been going on for Mm-mm. a while. And so they announced, they called a truce and they oh, right. do commercials for each other's uh, companies. Uh, like Hugh Jackman has this coffee company and then Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has this gin, this aviation gin is the name of the company that he does. Okay. So they agreed to do ads for each other. Yeah. And so they, uh, let me, sh- I'll share the, I'll put the YouTube link in the show notes. Yeah. So you, yeah. It's like a couple minutes long, but they actually show, they, they're actually sitting together presenting each other's ads. It's so damn funny. Is it funny? <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's true. Well, cause basically I'll, I'll spoil it a little bit. It's worth watching anyway. Um, so Ryan Reynolds, he, he creates this ad for Hugh Jackman's coffee company. It's this really majestic, like epic sweeping thing and talking about, like the the theory behind the company, they're using you know very ethically sourced you know beans and all this stuff. And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, it cost me like a million dollars to make." And Hugh Jackman, his spot is him sitting in the study. Like he basically takes the bottle of gin and sets it on its side, lets it pour out all over the table. <laughs> he just sits there like. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. It was the most ridiculous thing. That's great. That's good. Uh, It was uh, just angrily. (laughs) Hey, are they okay? Speaking of movies and things, are there any good movies in the theater right now? Um, Oh yeah. Oh 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 oh. It's hard to tell. It's uh, that's that's a tricky subject because movies are because they're very subjective. All right. Well, well, thankfully, I'm not living in LA, so I can actually be a little bit more, yeah, honest about that stuff. Well, because there's out. stuff that plays in LA that isn't playing anywhere else, so it's hard to oh, keep track of what's open right. nationwide versus yeah, what that. opened in LA like three weeks sure. before. Sure, there's that. 
Uh, shockingly, Aquaman is still in theaters. <laughs> wow, I have not seen that yet. Uh, the Lego uh, movie, Lego Two came out. Lego Movie Two, the second part weekend? came out. Oh yeah, it was yeah. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's out. Um, and then uh, Glass, the M Night Shyamalan, oh, yeah. the third movie in his trips. What is apparently a superhero like trilogy mm-hmm. of movies. Um, well, that was last week. Uh, Liam Neeson in his latest Angry Old Man kills a lot of people. Uh, That's right. I will find you about. and I will kill you. Um, uh, let me see. What else? The Prodigy. That's a horror movie. Not what no. Men Want. Uh, oh, Roger Hench. It's kind of like uh, Mel Gibson's What Women Want. Basically the same concept. Oh, yeah. Where it's the yeah, woman yeah. who basically can hear men's thoughts. Oh, yeah. And the, and the romantic comedy kind of ensues, I guess. It, I mean, it sounds like the premise sounds interesting for sure. I was. Yeah. The funny thing is when I see the billboard, like the font they used. Yeah. It, it's interesting because I saw the billboards all over around town. And I was like, wait, is this like a CBS sitcom? I'm confused mm. because the font they use is was like every show that I've seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, CBS, all the Chuck Lorre shows created on CBS, like use that same font for the oh, time yeah. of like, like mom and yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. And Molly and <laughs> like they CBS is using that for all their shows. And I'm like, wait, is this a CBS? I'm confused. What's going on? Oh, yeah, but yeah. no, it turned out it's a feature film. I'm like, Oh, okay. okay. Right. There were, well, the billboards here, cause it's, it's, um, it's a large, it's an African American cast mm-hmm. primarily. And so of mm-hmm. course they're promoting it hugely in Atlanta. Like it's on billboards all over the place here. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff, but it was one of those, like, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I might see it at some point. I mean, it it looks interesting. I always mm. I was like those kind of comedies a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, no, that's next week. Alita, Battle Angel, finally the long gestating James Cameron movie finally opens next week. Mm, boy, uh, yeah, it's we still like, don't have Avatar two or anything, do one, we? That, well, those those are still those are still a couple years out from what I understand. Man, all right. Um, yeah, it's it's a little crazy that it's taking that long, but uh yeah, I think Avatar 2 is like uh yeah, 2020 December of 2020. <laughs> okay. And then 2021 for the third one because they're they're shooting them both like simultaneously. Oh, so okay. They're shooting them both right. like right next to each other. Oh, okay. And then 2024 and 2025 for, for number 4 and 5. Yeah. That he's got planned out. But well no, but I remember cuz he was talking about um uh Alita, you know, Battle Angel Alita. It's based on off of uh, a Japanese. Um, I can't remember if it was manga or if it was anime. I believe it was anime first. Hmm. Um, it's based off of that, and it was supposed to be. Uh, he was talking about it like ten years ago, even while he was doing Avatar. Hmm. He, he put off doing this to do Avatar because again, like, like with avatar, cause he had had the idea for avatar for like a long time, but the technology had didn't exist to be able to do it. Hmm. Ab- apparently. <laughs> but again, that was the same case here where like the technology just wasn't good enough yet for him to, to do the movie effectively the way he wanted, I guess. Hmm. But it's, um, it's gotten, it's the reviews haven't so far haven't the earlier reviews haven't been great. Hmm. Um, Overall, I think Rotten Tomatoes didn't give it a very high rating so far. It's not mm. terrible yet, but mm. it's, it's like, there. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's when I was like, uh, I don't give know. it time. Give it time. Yeah. I think it's let uh, the people have their time to hate it properly. 
Yeah, well, and that's why I was like, you know what? I was I I tried to stay away from the tomato meter stuff. Really, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's only like this test about, though. It's, only, it's still labeled as fresh. It's only at about sixty percent, but the movie hasn't actually come out yet. So yeah, I won't. I mean, it's a good meter for me because I won't go out and spend the money on a movie if it's not at least a seventy. Yeah. Right. I mean, I get it that there's it's subjective and there's differing well and james views and things yeah james cameron is producing but robert rodriguez is directing so that's yeah yeah yeah. to me it's like i respect that you know um sure but you know what i i haven't gone wrong with movies over 70 percent sure i've really enjoyed them i really have and it's not because i'm i don't think i'm biased it's because now you're talking like critic rating or audience rating Mm, I do audience rating, critic rating. Okay. I sometimes the critics are a little too snooty for me. Well, I and I would agree. With, like I said, like they have like if you look at the tomato meter, like all the critics, it's sixty percent. If you go to the top critics, it's like forty five. <laughs> so yeah, yeah they, right. do, they do tend to get a little full of themselves. At critics they're, in general, I find yeah, critics they're all over the like, place. Yeah, at, well, and in general, like critics in general, I've never been a big fan of, um, because it's like you don't always necessarily know plus at this point they've become so and i'll say this i had i had an experience with a show when i directed my play in la we actually got the theater critic for la la times to come which the theater company hadn't been able to do in years but he came he was very didn't talk to anybody acted very entitled and like walk away during the pre-show and like intermission like literally walk away from the building and then come back in time to see the show and left, never talked to anybody, never did anything. And then wrote like a really tepid review of the show. It was weird. Like, it was just like, like, dude, we know who you are. It's not, you know, it's right. we're not idiots. We're not trying to suck up, but I want to at least, I think you'd want to at least have a conversation about the show to sure. kind of understand what you're seeing a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the play was pretty straightforward. It wasn't that hard, but sure. Um, so it was, yeah. so it was a blow to us because it was like, it was not a great review in the LA in the biggest newspaper in town. It's like, Jesus, you know, come on, man. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I've never, but most of the other reviews that we got were relatively positive. So it's, I, right. And from the people who were coming, I mean, we sold out almost every weekend, so I guess we did. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just well, like, critics are wrong too. You know, who knows? Right. Cause they're very biased as to what's good, very, what's going on in it's their such head. A, it's such a singular opinion. Yeah, that's that we what take I mean. into account. What I lo- what I always liked about you know when they, when people look at like Roger Ebert and things like I didn't always agree with like Siskel and Ebert especially like I used to watch that all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, and I didn't always agree with their reviews, especially on movies that I ended up enjoying. But I like I'd sit there and go, it made sense. But a they argued with each other. B their critiques were specific mm-hmm. and nuanced, and they yeah. were never like you shouldn't go see this. I'm just saying this right. is why I didn't like it. Yeah, right. You know, but they were always very specific and backed up their 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 opinions with you know details and sit there. Right. This is what it, this is my supporting thesis. Whereas some people are just like, I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and that's I've been trying to do that. Some of that with with the in the movie challenge I've been watching when I'm writing stuff. Like, I try to specifically pick out the things I like about the movie. Yeah, I will tell people it's like this may not be for you, but I enjoyed it, or you know, I didn't right. care for it because of this and this and this. Right. Yeah, but I'm trying to be very positive and as as positive as I can be with most of these, except for Sorceress, which was just t- just awful. Mm. <laughs> but, but it's but that was a really that was just a really terrible movie. So, mm. mm-hmm. um, so I think that uh, I think it just depends on 
like I always, I've come to a point now where it's like, sometimes I'll look at some of the critic reviews. I usually don't read reviews at all yeah. anymore. Um, yeah. But I'll look at, yeah, like you, I'll look at the audience rating a little bit. Yeah. But ultimately for me, it's like, if the story sounds interesting, I'll go see it. Right. I mean, That's I may still go see the movie. I mean, I wouldn't, I would still see the movie. Yeah. If it's something that I was interested in just for myself, but I, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a matter of like, do I want to spend the money? Right. Well, that's the thing. It's it's so expensive to go to the theater now where it's, you know, I mean, if the economy was really doing as well as they say it was, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. But, um, it really has to be kind of an event, like an event to really go and see it, want to see something so badly in the theater. So like the, like the Marvel stuff I do just because I want to see it as soon as possible. Right. Um, Plus it's nice to see it in the, in the majestic, you know, large screen and the, the sound. And, oh, you I, know. I actually don't always like that though. Like for okay. me, because I'm not a big loud noises guy and just kind of oh, yeah. really makes me, and being around a large crowds really makes me uncomfortable. Right. But like when I go to a theater and I know it's full, I will pick a seat on the aisle so I could, go you know i'm just like bold uncomfortable here yeah you know just like "Mm." but um once i'm in the movie like once i'm watching it it's fine it's just being aware of everybody else around me and stuff like Mm -hmm. i went to see um when i went to see aquaman uh a while ago god was it yeah it was last month um there was a guy across the in front of me in the row in front of me had his phone on like half the time dude and I'm just like, you know, we can see you, right? <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Turn your phone off. You know, it's like, it's, you're not invisible. It's, I hate that. I don't know. Well, it's so distracting. Was on, he was on the aisle and it was just like, yeah, it was very annoying. I th- in theory, I could have moved because really this, the theater was mostly empty. But um, yeah, but still. Yeah. It was just like, that's just, that's not cool, man. No. I didn't, I didn't bother complaining because there's no point. I don't, you know. Right. I mean, it was good once the once the movie really got underway. It was off most of the time, but occasionally it was just there was some of that, and was like, dude, what the hell? You know, yeah, just leave their trash and just kind of. I, I just what is wrong with people? You know, I don't uh, know. like I don't I don't take your garbage with you. I, I was uh, talking with somebody yesterday who does the casual carpool thing here in California, and he said that he stopped doing it for a while because the people would leave garbage in his car. Yeah. What what is wrong with you? Just take your garbage, take all everything pack you brought in with you. All, yeah, like you're going camping. Just pack out your trash. How hard Not is it? Hard. Yeah. Like I I will admit I have smuggled things into the theater on occasion to eat or drink. Who doesn't do that? I know, but I always throw my stuff away. Like I'm very right. cautious about making sure it's all tidy and I'm just in a package and just toss it in the trash as I walk out. out. Right, exactly. But I always, I usually will buy something from the concession stand when I go to the movies anyway, to mm-hmm. disguise the fact that I'm also bringing my mm-hmm. own stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I have been known to do a, a passive protest in a, uh, <laughs> in a movie theater where uh, I do not feel bad about throwing unpopped popcorn on the floor. <laughs> when you reach in, you're like, oh, that goes yeah, around that, the floor. That's not cool. And no, don't do that. That's, that's, that's just mean, you know. I'm doing it. Pop your popcorn. or I, I don't disagree with that, but I mean, they, <laughs> there's always going to be, the way they pop it, there's always going to be a few that aren't, you know, that get through, especially because well, you figure it out. We've right. got technology now that you don't have to be putting unpopped popcorn in people's buckets. <laughs> well, it's that scoop more than anything else, and, you, and you're dealing with 
dealing with mostly high schoolers and people earning, you know, $10 an hour to true. I paid for a bucket of pop popcorn. Dang it. Unpopped goes on the floor or it stays in the bucket. If it goes in my mouth, it's good. on the floor, the ones that are in the bucket, I don't dump them out. I'm not like that. They stay in the bucket. And then I throw yeah, it. What you need, what you need is like, uh, like people who use, who, uh, dip tobacco. You need like a spit can or something. I do. I need like an unpopped popcorn cup. <laughs> and then just dump it back in the bucket at the end or something. You know? Every once in a while you get one of those like collapsible cups for camping or travel. Right. <laughs> get something to spit it into and then just dump it in there and wash it out later. Ew. We got there on pop popcorn. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> <laughs> that's my silent protest please do take the bucket of the unpopped kernels back and go would you please kindly pop these for me <laughs> yes can you put these I back in the stirrer the like can you finish this off for me <laughs> right gross uh, man that's yeah that is rather disgusting uh, <laughs> but um, yeah no I, w- I was thinking as we were talking about before we went to air and stuff, I, you know, I, I tried to think about the, well, no. And, and you could segue into that, like the movie going experience never used to be like that when we were kids. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, they were still messy and things like that. I mean, maybe it's just, I've gotten more sensitive about it with age and neuroses. And I just remember the seats being way more uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, they are just terrible. They used to be terrible. And some places still, I still have that experience when I go to a movie theater Especially yeah. if you go to like the indie houses and stuff, like the art house. Oh, yeah. They still stuff. got the old seats. That's all part the- of the art house experience, like the really old school, uncomfortable movie seats. Right. And there's that one uh, spring in the seat that's just hitting you in the butt wrong. Oh, God. Yeah. And, well, and for me, especially because the seats are narrow, mm-hmm. that like squeezes my hips together. And I'm just like, like I'm yeah, on an airplane, that. like it's the mm-hmm. airplane width. And you're just like, okay, it can, am I going to be able to get up when the, like, is there enough circulation in my legs? That I'm going to be able to get up when the movie's over. Nope. And the, and the the seats in front are like too a little too close, right? So yeah. the person I so the person sits back and they hit your knee. Oh well, no these 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 seats don't go back. These are not reclining seats. Oh, right? those these those are, old, are really old, old. like theater seats. Yeah, yeah, those are from like but, fifty. But that's what I mean. But you're still like too a little too close together, so you can't get comfortable. Right, so you're literally just sitting there locked in position for like two. That's hours. right. Because when those seats were designed, America was way more skinnier than they are today. Well, and uh, they were skinnier uh, movies. They were movies were shorter, too. That's true, too. Yeah, you know, that's right. Um, I mean, they weren't regularly like two and a half, three hours long now, like to no. satisfy the Chinese market or whatever. I don't know why they're doing yeah. it hmm. uh, specifically. The funny thing is, if they were shorter, the they could actually generate more profit by having more showings, which is the whole reason they shrank the like the 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 number of movies, like the length of movies, actually shrank for a while. Mm. back in the 60s because when they were planning it out they realized they could fit more screenings into a day oh yeah and so movies started to become shorter so that the studios could actually turn more of a profit Mm. right uh because if you have you know because if a movie's like 20 minutes less you know say it's two hours if it's 20 minutes less it's only an hour and 40 minutes Mm. for every five showings you get an extra show you get six for the price of five you know mm. in, a, in a theater mm. so you could actually cram in seven or eight showings per screen in a day or something mm. depending on how late mm-hmm. you stayed open or how early right. in the morning right um which would also mean more money in theory for the theater owners as well because 
they get a cut, although a, although a much smaller cut of the the revenues from the box office mm. in the first couple of weeks of a new of a new movie. Mm-hmm. What happens is they have a deal. Most most theater owners have a theater chains have a deal with the the studios and the distributors, so they get a movie. And so what happens is like the first couple of week, three or four or eight weeks, depending on how long they run the film, mm-hmm. uh, the first few weeks of that run the studio gets the mass of the profit from the revenues mm-hmm. from the box office mm. and the studio and the theater owners only get a small cut, which is why concessions are so expensive because mm. they have to make up the cost somewhere mm. um, to generate profit for having all those gaudy neon decorations. Mm. <laughs> so, um, but what happens is the longer a movie is running, the more profit than the theater owners get. <clears throat> the the percentage starts to shift in their favor the longer mm. a movie's running in a theater. Mm. But with as many movies as they're churning out now, especially, and that's that's why you see these big multiplexes where movies are coming and going all the time because so many so many movies are being released that they can't keep up with single, you know, two or three house theaters and they can't do long runs anymore. I remember mm. I remember, you know, 30 years ago when Batman first came out, the Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. 89. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this mm-hmm. year, 30th anniversary. Wow. Of that movie. Yeah, I know, we're old. Um but I remember when that movie came out and it played for I saw it in theaters for an entire year. Mm. It was still playing in theaters over a year later after it premiered. Wow. Um I went I mean I went I didn't go opening. I remember that because it opened like right before we went to my brother and I went to summer camp and everybody saw it while we were at summer camp. We did not get to see it until after we had come back. So it had been in the theaters for like four months before we got it. Oh, wow. Before we got a chance to see it. And everybody who kept coming to summer camp was like, Oh my God, this movie's so good. We're like, no, <laughs> it was just torture for us. Um, I remember going to see, I think I saw Star Trek five or something before I left mm-hmm. for camp that year. Cause mm-hmm. that opened also that same, that same year, I think like a couple weeks before. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, don't know why I did, but you know, um, but I remember some of those things. Uh, yeah, the movie, let me ask you this. Uh, what is the earliest rem- movie you remember going to the theater for? Uh, I want to say, let me think about this. Uh, it's a toss up star Wars. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see what came out. Did black hole come out before star Wars? No. Uh, no, the black hole was, I believe, let me check real quick. I'm trying to think there's probably some Chuck Norris movies in there somewhere. My dad and I used to go to. The black hole was 79. Okay. Uh, my earliest memory. Hmm. Greece. That was 78. I think. Uh, so star yep. Wars. Okay. What was star see. Wars was 77. What about, um, there was some, probably some Disney movies in there. Like, uh, yeah. Well, what do you right now? Like off the top of your head, what's the earliest one you vividly remember actually seeing in the in the theater? Star Wars. Okay, that's fine. 
Yeah, that that was seven. I was seven years old. That was okay. uh, seventy-seven. Yep. Yeah, I think for me, um, oddly, it was. It's. I can't remember which one I saw first. So it was either. I do vividly remember seeing the black hole, mm-hmm. uh, which odd because I was like four, or five years old at the time. Uh, <laughs> I just I right. really remember that that scene with um, uh, Bob. Uh, no, uh, with. Um, the evil robot, uh, Maximilian. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the scene with Anthony Perkins is like going through the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that part really, I, I vividly remember that. I just mm-hmm. watched it again a couple of years ago. I remember that and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have anywhere near that effect now, but I do vividly remember that or, yeah. or I know it came out the year before, but that's the thing. I can't remember for sure if I, uh, if I saw it in the theater or not Superman, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 78, but I can't remember if I saw that in the theater or not. Yeah. I do remember, I do remember, I could swear I remember sitting in a theater and seeing the part, especially at the end with Lois Lane is buried in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, before, like before he specifically flies up and, you know, spins the world back in time or whatever. Yeah. Um, there are certain things I remember about that movie, but I'm like, I don't remember if I saw it, if I remember from then or from a later viewing. Like the black hole, I remember vividly going to the movies for though. So right, I'm looking at the the black hole. Like, why do parents take their kids to these things? Right. Uh, I'm just I'm looking through the movies from this, the popular movies from the '70s. Uh, Oh no, I wouldn't remember that. No, it, that's fine. Star Wars is I fine. Think, like, I think not, I think Star Wars was it. That was. Okay. I'm just looking through. That's that's, it's not. It's not. It may not necessarily have been the first. I'm just talking about the first one you remember. That was the first one I remember. Was Star Wars. See, like for me, like Star Wars, I I didn't. I, the only one I saw in the theater was Return of the Jedi, uh, of the original trilogy. Um, yeah. But I remember I was a huge fan of Empire and and I'll like I watched them on television. I didn't get to see yeah. them in the theaters. Yeah. Um. I mean, I could have probably seen Empire in the theater. I just didn't at the time. Right. Um, which, now, which came out first? Did Close Encounters of the Third Kind come out first, or did Star Wars? Oh no, it was uh, it was definitely Star Wars. Okay, Close, Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out in 1977. It did same year, I, and I, then re-release in '80. Yeah, but it didn't come out till December of '77. Yeah, was the release date. So that's right. Whereas, whereas, of course, famously, uh, Star Wars came out in May yeah. as a summer movie. So that's mm-hmm. it's hilarious because I don't care for Close Encounters. <laughs> it was like, that's always one of those Oscar bait kind of move. Like, oh, yes, but it's different. But it's like, yes, let's see if we can drag them in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at all the famous movies from the 70s. And I have to say, I think 77, it was Star Wars. That was yeah. the one I remember. Hey, you know, because I'm looking at all these ones. Like I saw Star Wars. I saw Grease. I saw Superman. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I saw Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but I, thought, uh, I think yeah. I saw that when I was when I was ten. No, 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 no. I saw it in '77 because we were. That was around the time where like UFO things were very popular. You know, like uh, yeah, they had on right. TV yeah. what Project uh, UFO was it called? Project UFO it was well, all about was, the there, Blue Book was, Project. Yeah, there was Project UFO. There was um. um there was a bunch of stuff around that time. Cause yeah. that was like when Ripley's American superhero. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's like when Ripley's believe it or not was like all these weird kind of, 
yeah shows but in search of with leonard nimoy that was another one right that was, that was a factual one but that was yep. was more like a documentary series but that was that's one i remember watching wow. when I was a kid wow look at this uh, young frankenstein came out in 1974 yeah i did i did see every which way but loose uh i saw star trek the first one um that was it yeah, in the 70s i think that was Hmm. Star Wars. I'm sticking with Star Wars. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's. Hmm. I I distinctly remember. I I will say this several years later. I remember um, thinking it was thinking my friend and I were all clever, like we were sneaking in to go see Tron. Oh, uh, my, my my mom bought the tickets. It was like, ooh, we're going in to see a PG movie. Like, ooh, because I was yeah. like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, right. I thought we were. I thought we were like, you know hot tots or uh, you know whatever trying to get getting in to see a pg movie like ooh, look out yeah you know tron oh right yeah um which i love don't get me wrong <laughs> i love tron uh, yeah that was just pretty funny um right i remember seeing my bodyguard not not the whitney houston song with you know whatever but the original my bodyguard and um i went to uh in skokie illinois they had this movie theater uh Skokie Theater, I think is what it was called. And I went with a friend of mine and then um we were sitting there watching the movie and the scene where uh he's getting bullied in the bathroom and the bully like has the cup of toilet water, whatever. The the kid that I went with uh got sick <laughs> and walked out of the theater. <laughs> and then he was upset with me that I didn't go with him. I'm like, get out of here. I want to see this movie. He's like, I'm leaving. This is disgusting. I'm like, all right. <laughs> See ya. I sat through that same theater. I sat through three showings of 16 Candles because the, because the movie was filmed in Skokie. Part, parts of it was filmed in Skokie. Right, right. There's a, there's a scene. Here's a funny part. There's a scene in the movie where the bride is going down the aisle and she's on, she's, uh, she took too many muscle relaxers. She's like high on Valium. You know, she's totally relaxed and she plays with this old woman's hat, right? She's like all drugged up and that old woman and her husband, they were extras in the movie. They were in the theater watching it with me because I saw (laughs) them at the, I saw them at the concession stand and they were, and they were talking with the, with the kid that was selling the whatever popcorn or whatever. And she's like, we're in the movie. We're actually in the movie. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my, I'm standing there. I'm like, Oh my God, I know who you are. <laughs> like you're in the you're in the church scene. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and then that was, of course I had already seen it, but you know, that was, it was like a dollar to see the movie. Sure. And they didn't really care if you stayed all day. And I saw it three times in a row. I sat through, I think three times in a row. I remember like my, I think my full on, it's hard to tell. I, I remember vividly because there were a couple of different places we would go to the movies. There was one movie theater that was like next to the grocery store, mm-hmm. like a storefront in a grocery next to the grocery store. We would all go, always go to. And then there was the, the traditional movie theater in the mall, the, uh, the Richland mall in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. It's a, which oh, is, oh, but, oh. um, Yeah modern day Whatever happened but um but i remember that and like going to that arcade oh yeah as a kid like i had the i remember getting like the transformers watch 
thing that would come mm. off. It was like a little mini transformer, but it was like a watch you could detach from your wrist and stuff, which is right. hilarious. Make the uh, noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do it because there's also the GoBots one, which I had a lot of GoBots as a kid too. I had both uh, Transformers All and right. GoBots. GoBots were cheaper. So that was. Mm, of course we're, we're more i'm sorry more affordable no they were just cheaper uh, <laughs> so i can't they were cheap. They were i can't cheap. deny that they were, they were cheaper um but, you have to respect the transformers toys though some serious engineering oh yeah no no toy. that's the thing they were, oh my goodness had a few i think the first transformer i ever got was uh starscream because mm. uh, i liked that it was a jet i thought that was kind of cool yeah, um, yeah. but the uh yeah the go we had a number of the gobots and uh, I used to watch all the like I'd watch the Transformers and I'd watch the GoBots and I'd watch uh, mm-hmm. you know, any of that kind of stuff was 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 really kind of fun. I think I remember they had I think it was the GoBots had they had a crossover with the Rock Lords. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like Telly Savalas was the villain. I'm like in the in the Rock Lords. Like wow, wow. Was the villain? Yeah, that was great. He was yeah. terrific too. It was yeah. yeah. Was what villain. happened to the Rock Lords? They're gone. Oh yeah, no I. They were rocks that turned into robots. Well, it was such <laughs> a robots weird, that turned into rocks. Yeah, yeah, they were transformers, but they were rocks. You know, it was <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, move out. Yeah, it's like, it was, and they're yeah, all just it, rocks sitting on the road. The funny thing was, it was specifically that's the thing. It was, it was specifically um, according to Wikipedia, which of course is never wrong. It was never. It was it was a spinoff from the GoBots specifically after that movie, that crossover mm. movie, GoBots Battle of the Rock Lords. But they were transforming rocks, <laughs> and they had vehicles that they drove instead of becoming the vehicles themselves. Right. Uh, but they were imported from Japan. They were based off of a a um, a Bandai uh, transformer mm. transforming like knockoff series. Mm-hmm. Basically, most of their stuff became the GoBots. Okay. Um. This is uh, when Bandai, that was just their, their lower end stuff, I guess. The Transformers were way, yeah, like you were saying, they're way higher tech in terms of the oh, yeah. the parts. Oh, they were yeah. like metal parts and oh, yeah. like really quality material that they oh, made. Yeah. They were pretty strong. And yeah, I remember, I think we had Starscream and I think Soundwave. Um, I think we added Galvatron. No, it wasn't Galvatron. It was... Um, his name the other one that turned into a not megatron that turned into a gun it was uh, i cannot remember which transformer that was it was um i don't know regardless if you want to see a really cool uh series there's on netflix there's a series called the toys that made us and transformers is an hour-long episode Right, like, right. No, we, that's pretty cool. And we've talked about cool. that before. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they 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 were talking with the engineers that actually designed the toys and yeah. Yeah, it was Man, fantastic yeah, stuff I'm, there. I'm trying to think of it was because he was it was a it was a gun. It was another guy who became a gun. Yeah. It was another Decepticon. There were a bunch of those like that though. There were because there was um because Megatron became Galvatron later, but that's not who I'm thinking of. It was another guy who had like one eye. Oh, yeah. It was like the Cyclops or whatever. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm space and I, I'll, it'll come to me. I'll, I'll Google it while we're talking because I'm there sure I will find it. Um, what movie do you remember seeing uh, over and over and over and over and over and over and over as a kid? I have a couple. Oh, my. Um, that's a tough one. 
I want to say, I don't know, because we didn't have like a VCR for a long time. I mean, like so in the theater. I, I like, watch, but it's, I, we didn't go to the theater a ton. Like to the, we didn't go to the movie theater like a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Usually we would just go once and that's all because we didn't really get back around. We either, because my mom had to drive us. Like we could, there wasn't anywhere within biking distance for us. Right. Kids. Uh, so my mom would have to drive or like my grandmother had to take us or something, but it, it would sure. really worked. So we'd always go if we had to go to the mall, but we were never in the mall long enough for that either. So it was always, right. We didn't see a ton of movies at the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was mine, mine was Greece. I for some reason I like my parents and you know we went as a family, and then my grandmother took me, and then there were a couple birthday parties where it was it was like let's go to the movies. We saw Greece. So I think I saw Greece when it first came out like ten times, mm. and and I was okay with it. I loved it, even to this day. The funny thing about Greece, if I may for a moment, is the movie was weird. At the end, nobody really understood why they took off in the car. Like the car just kind of took off into the sky, right? And there's a and it would have made more sense if they left the line in from the play. So the the play a little different from the movie where. They asked the nerdy kid, Eugene, to help them soup up their car. Okay. And Eugene somehow acquires some nuclear something or other. Mm. Like he says it. And he said, this is so powerful, it'll make your car fly. Right? So, And that was the line in the play. So that at the end, when we finally see the car, the grease lightning car, it's all souped up and it takes off into the sky because it's nuclear <laughs> okay. they left that out in the movie so people are like are they dead like why are they why are they driving off into the sky <laughs> mm, okay. and it's because eugene basically put a nuclear something or other in there and it <laughs> had the capability to fly <laughs> that's Interesting. why yeah i think um oh let's see For movies i was gonna watch repeat i want to say probably yeah I think the closest thing we have maybe airplane. Oh yeah. Actually. Oh yeah. Um, I saw that. It was basically because we would watch it whenever we went to visit our cousins. Yeah. Um, my brother went one summer and spent a whole month up there. He literally watched airplane like every single day he was there. Um, you know what? So we would always watch it repeatedly when we were up there just for fun. And oh, yeah. And it's, it's airplane, watched, which is why all three of us can quote it from memory. Without oh, yeah. And an I, it's like, yeah, we love that. Yeah. Scene so much. Well, but airplane all, for me. Wait. The, uh, the, the Transformers thing was Shockwave. Oh, okay. Shockwave. Yeah. Great. Airplane for me, consequently, <laughs> uh, was also the first time I saw boobs on a screen. That was my first. That was my first. Hmm. A White Snake concert was the first time I saw boobs live. Okay. Girls behind us flashed, and I was like 15. I'm like, okay. Anyway, enough about boobs. Yeah. Whew. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> I think we did. Wait, no, we did that bit we, last. We did this last week. Yeah. yeah. The captain uh, would like to see you in the cockpit. Cockpit. I, what is it? A little room in the front of the plane. But that's on a board right now. I think that 
<laughs> and that's one of those things that that always I will say this with the going back to because we're short and lagging around the movie challenge as well. It's like that's always one of those challenging things that I try to find comedies and things that I want to see. And I'm like, man, I've seen all of these. I got to find something I haven't seen. It's becoming. That's why I think most of the movies I've been watching are more recent because I haven't watched right. a ton of movies in the last you know five or six years. Yeah. Uh, or 10 years, apparently, depending from sure. the basically since 2000, which is weird right. because I've seen a ton yep. of movies since then. But mm-hmm. um, stay away from but like the shoes. classic stuff that we, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Loose Shoes. Loose Shoes is one of those, like, it's in the same vein as Kentucky Fried Movie or Amazon. Oh, right. on yeah. It's I, stupid. I we talked about that. Yeah. We, well, <laughs> it, was just so, it was so painful. I got up to the part where Bill Murray was in it, and then that was done. I was like, I'm done with this. It's not even funny. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember we talked about that before. Yeah. Mm, I want to like it. I can't. I'm having a hard time with it. Yeah. That's well. And then I mean, they they did an actual sequel, which was Amazon Women on the Moon. It's not an that official funny. sequel, but it's basically a sequel. Yeah, that's actually it was developed funny. as that. It was originally developed as a sequel to Kentucky right. Fried, uh, Kentucky Fried Movie. Kentucky Fried Movie's funny. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Loose shoes. Mm-mm. That, no, if that was their first attempt. Blech. Awful. No, I don't know. Well, the Zucker brothers weren't involved with that one. So I, no, I don't know. It was, it was so bad. Um, yeah. So that's all right. Uh, I think it's still on my, I think it's still on my witch list on, or my watch list on prime. So, cause we talked about it before. I think I was curious about it enough to actually see it, but nah. I, I might still watch it at some point just to see if it's, you know, you it's never painful. know. It's painful. I'm. I don't doubt it. Uh, <laughs> I. T- I trust your word for that. But mm-hmm. I find that there. Obviously, there are. I. I still sometimes have to take your taste with a grain of salt because. Okay. Obviously, because you know. Uh, what? Because you're wrong about the last Starfighter, but you know it's. Mm. <laughs> I have to think about these things. You know. Um. We disagree. Let's just agree to disagree on that one. We do. I, I, (laughs) (laughs) we agree to disagree that you're wrong. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, Mm. anyway. Um, I think that uh, I'm trying to think what, what have I seen? I'm trying to think movie wise. It was always, yeah, it was always like a a big production to go to the movies for us just because it it can be for my parents. Cause there's three of us, you know, and, we all had different tastes of what we wanted to see and things like that. Mm-hmm. So like we never, I don't recall that. I think except for maybe like return of the Jedi, I don't think we actually went as like a family to the movie mm. almost ever. <laughs> like It was like all the, like all of us wanted to go, mm-hmm. but return of the Jedi specifically, like, I think all three of us wanted to see it. My cousins were in town. So we all went like mm-hmm. a, a group of about 10 or 12 of us that went to the movie theater. And mm. that's kind of the last time I think I went in like a, such a large group of people. Hmm. to go see a movie most of the time it's i've been i have gone i think the largest group i went with in in my adulthood was probably like five or six like i met with Hmm. some other friends we all went to go see we just happened to all go see the same showing of Watchmen. Hmm. we just all kind of happened to turn up there and like oh hey let's sit together i'm like all right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it wasn't even intentional it was sort of like oh this is convenient um and uh but yeah, no, I, I typically go by myself, mm. to the movie theaters. Like I just, I always have, it's just kind of, kind of been my way. Mm. Um, I mean, I've been to the movies on dates a couple of times Oh, uh, when I was young, when I was younger, not recently. 
Oh. Well, because date, movies are a terrible idea for a date. Well, really, okay. I mean, it's it's kind of like yeah, you don't talk a whole lot. Well, exactly. Two hours no, of no interaction. Yeah. yeah, there's not really, which for me is great. But I mean, I just you know, I, I always try to find something that we want to see. You know, it's like I always trying to make sure you pick something you both kind of want to see, so you can kind of right. figure it out and. But one time I think it was mainly just, it wasn't so much a date. It was two of us because we both had history class. We were going to see this movie for extra credit. Mm. Um, I happened to enjoy the movie. Uh, it was Memphis Bell, in fact, mm. um, in the theater, uh, which I, which I enjoyed very much. Um, mm. But uh, other than that, yeah, no, I mean, movies, I, yeah, I mean, get in, <laughs> that gets in deeper of my own neuroses about dating, but um we uh that that would be like a five hour episode we really don't need to do that so <laughs> um i don't know yeah. i like going i mean for me um like date movie you know movie dates when i was younger it was always a nice time to like just sit and snuggle because you could always like we went to the theater where you can put the arm up you know between yeah. you and so you kind of just I, like yes yeah and yeah you can kind of like hold hands snuggle watch TV, so you had the fancy the movie. movie theaters i see <laughs> yeah i was never at any movie theaters where i could do that but i not i i mean i can literally count the number of dates i've been on in my life in like two hands like it's not yeah um but i mean it's like we like if i went to the movies with people like never had that really mm. like it just mm. was never uh, a thing. So that's why I like for, for me, like I'll go to stuff solo because I get really great seats to like everything. <laughs> mm. Go to Vegas. Oh my God. You can get some amazing seats. If you go by yourself to shows in Vegas. Oh yeah. I've done um, it too. I went to go see carrot top by myself and the woman that was sitting next to me was drunk. Oh boy. Was she, drunk. I got, I got pretty, really, I got some pretty amazing upfront seats to Penn and Teller. Oh, I wanted um, to see that. That was, this was years ago. Um, I know, but I was there and they had blackout dates when I wanted to go see. Yeah. Carrot Top was a, surprisingly, Carrot Top was actually pretty decent. Yeah, no, it was, it was okay. I, yeah. It's a good prop comic. It cracked me up, but, uh, yeah. but everything else I wanted to see, it was blacked out. I was like, oh, I remember seeing man. Louis Anderson once upon a time. And my first time in Vegas, I went, I went specifically to go see Louis. Mm. I just happened to be in town. I stopped there. I'm like, oh, can I go? Can I get in there? I'm like, yeah, I got a pretty good seat for being by myself nice, um, nice i remember going to um not medieval times but king arthur and in, in the excalibur they oh, had like a smelly their version of medieval times is basically yeah. the jousting in the that is a smelly I, that is a smelly smelly hotel it well it is now for sure wow. this was this was like 25 years ago though when it was still pretty new oh it stinks um, in there it was still pretty cool, but the uh, but I went to the the King Arthur the Joust and the dinner. Basically, if you've been to medieval times, if anybody out there has been to medieval times, that's basically what this is. It's mm. just in the Excalibur uh, Casino right. Hotel. Um, but I got a seat right in front, like right at Ooh. the wall. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Um, like right on the end of the aisle, it was on aisle seat. It was like right on the end. Kind of, it was just a perfect position. Other than when they rode by with the horses, sometimes we kicked dirt up. Um, kick kick sand and dirt up off the, off the ground <laughs> it wasn't too bad it wasn't that it didn't happen that often but every once in a while and, it was, and that at least was after dinner so right. um but it was that was an interesting experience and they had uh the the serving girls you know they they get up there and they're like your cheerleaders for the section and stuff and she was literally standing like right in front of me up on mm. the wall mm. so <laughs> i was like ah oh, this is a very good position 
Um, I'm having a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, you know, it's a great show. Uh, <laughs> uh, very short. <laughs> oddly enough that server that particular server was very short oh uh, that, i thought that i was like the show was short what are you talking about oh, no no oh. the show was the show was a decent length and it was like oh. if you've been to like for those in arizona if there's anybody from my old stomping grounds who listen to the renaissance festival if you go to those of the job it's it's all like a very similar story like they all kind of do this sort of night's challenge whatever and they they start off with you know um some kind of like equestrian show where they're doing all sorts of different tricks and stuff. And then they joust and then they fight. Hmm. It's basically, if you go to anything like medieval times or that, it's always the same pattern, much like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you've seen one show, you've kind of seen them all. And it's like, when I saw that, it was funny because I remember because we we'd been to the Renaissance festival in Phoenix a couple of times because the Arizona Renaissance festival is a pretty big festival. Hmm. Um, There are some in California and, and, uh, and other, and I think there's one in Illinois even in the summertime that are pretty large, they're pretty good size. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix hadn't ballooned to what it is now, but um, but I remember going out to that Renaissance Festival and the jousting. They had the same company come every year, but that was basically I watched the show and went, "Hey, I recognize this story." It's basically, I mean, it's skinned a little differently because it's King Arthur's court, but I mean, basically yeah. the same yeah. freaking story. Yeah. Um, so. You know, it was like, oh, all right. So that, that actually, that actually became less interesting at the end. So mm-hmm. for me, because I already knew how it ended. So that's, that's the thing for me. Like if I, when I go see a movie or a show, yeah. Um, if I already know how it ends, you're going to have to do something in the middle to make it really entertaining to watch the right. journey to the end. Right. right. Otherwise, I'm like that with, uh, I'm like, I'm like that with comedy. If I can, if I can tell you the punchline before it's been delivered, I'm bored. Yeah. Well, I don't, but that's the thing. Like for me, it's, I don't, I'm not always ruined by knowing the ending. I think it, for me though, it's, it, it makes it the burdens on whoever's presenting it to make it more interesting, like make the journey to get to that point more interesting. Right. So like, if I go to a movie, you know, if I'm going to see the, the fifth makeover of (laughs) the wizard of Oz or something, you know, like that, it was like, this is the 14th time they tried to remake this movie. Right. I'm like, well, I already know the whole story, so you better make it the telling really, really interesting. Otherwise, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Well, you know, 15 yeah. versions of Spider-Man later. Yeah, <laughs> it's like right. finally, I think you almost got it. Yeah, right. Um, well, Wizard of Oz, they came out with Wicked. I mean, that was uh, well, see, that and was that's a good spin. Well, that was right? based on, yeah, and that was based on a book mm-hmm. uh, by Gregory McGuire, and he'd done a couple. He did several like that in that in that series where it was they took this took a fairy tale or a classic fantasy work like that. and kind of flipped it on its head. Hmm. Um, Cause he's done. Yeah. There's been a couple of it. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find his. Uh, Gregory McGuire is the, the author hmm. of that book, but he did a bunch of, um, he did a bunch of ones. I like wicked was like the first, the first one to kind of big to the big breakout novel. He actually did three more of those books just for wicked like spinoffs um confessions of an ugly stepsister hmm. um there's uh what is this one mirror mirror which is a revisionist version of snow white hmm. um basically with uh, the borgias 
It's like a mix of Snow White with the Borgias. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, Confessions of an Ugly Stepsister is uh, Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Basically, that was that was adapted into a TV movie like back in 2002, like long before mm-hmm. Wicked became a a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Um, for for Disney, in fact, they actually did an adaptation of that. Uh, the next, let me see what that one is. Oh, this one. Oh, that's one that doesn't actually even look like an adaptation of something. Mm. The next Queen of Heaven. Hmm, interesting. Mm. But uh, what's this one? Lost. Oh yeah, Lost. Here's another one that's kind of basically. And these are all these were all novels he wrote for adults. Like it's like oh. the fact that it's become something for all kids. But that one's basically more based on the fact the main character is supposed to be a, a relation of the inspiration for it. It basically plays on a Christmas Carol. Hmm. Essentially it's a ghost story that plays on a Christmas Carol. So hmm. I don't know, you know, and, and that's good. I think um, it becomes almost like M night Shyamalan in a way, like you get known for like one thing and you sort of like, you're making a lot of money at it. Yeah. Which is great. I'm thrilled for him that he, you know, is able to make that kind of a breakout. But I think then it becomes, um, at some point, it becomes a little bit too much. Yeah. You get kind of stuck in that role Yeah, as um, a guy who, you know, you're the guy who writes these things. Like, oh, man, I could do more than this. Oh, right. Um, I mean, he wrote a bunch of stuff for kids all through, like, the 70s and the 80s that nobody ever, <laughs> that mm-hmm. nobody ever read. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, then then Wicked happens and, like, he's writing stuff like crazy. Uh, good for him yeah no i'm glad i'm glad wicked was like the thing i hope i hope he when they turned it into a i hope when they turned it into a musical he got a chunk of that box office because i'm sure he's still oh yeah making money at that point um yeah so and he's gay so okay Uh, no not that that matters i'm just saying uh interesting i didn't know that i'm just i'm and he's Catholic and he's gay. I did not know that. Interesting. Mm. So. Um, but, you know, I, so I think that, I can't remember what my original point was. But that, <laughs> what was the original point? The original point was that if you, uh, if you know the ending, that it, yes, interesting. If, Bring if, it back. For me, and that's the thing. Yeah. So if I see, like, if it's, especially if it's an adaptation of a book that I've read. Oh, or, yeah something like that. Like if I know what the ending, it was like Titanic. That's a great example. It's a historical record. We know what happened. The boat sank. (gasps) Yeah, I know. Spoiler alert. But what do you mean? The boat sinks, but that's what I mean. But he took a story that everybody was aware of as much as they were with like the basic, like everybody kind of knows basic facts. The ship was supposed to be this giant ship. It was supposed to be unsinkable yeah. and it hit an iceberg and sank, ironically, you know. I know. I... And so it's this idea that, but the story of how they get there yeah. is really interesting. And there's actually a mini series similar to that called uh, Titanic Blood and Steel, which is about the construction of the Titanic. Oh, yeah. But it takes place in Ireland and it's focused on the workers and like the, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, economic, and there's like messages of economic inequality and like workers' rights and safety and all this stuff that was going on behind the scenes while they were building these boats, both the Titanic right. and its sister ships. You know, it was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it ends with the Titanic sailing for America on that, 
on that voyage. Yeah. You know, it doesn't show the voyage, but because everybody knows what happened, you know, so it's that idea like right. they're all in the boat going to. And so I thought that was, that's actually, that was a pretty interesting. Um, I watched it a few years ago. I, I thought that was quite, it's quite an interesting hmm. uh, moment. It had some, there were some times where it was like, like, you know, but you could see the preludes to stuff like the, um, the, the Easter uprising, the later Easter uprising in 1916 and uh, things like that, that happened in Ireland. Uh, after, yeah. You can kind of start to see the, the prelude to some of that happening uh, at the time. But, you know. Hmm. Okay. Interesting <laughs> stuff. Interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did they ever raise the Titanic? I know they tried. Did, no. did it ever get No, it's still Well, no, it's in two pieces. Like it's Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's split in half. So, I mean, it's kind of I don't know that they ever really have tried. There's no need to. They pretty much pulled everything out of it that they Yeah, it's just can get, I think at this point because yeah. there it's all like touring exhibits and but Yeah. You know, dishware or whatever. And why you know it's like it's there it's well and it's been down there for like 80 at this point almost 100 over 100 years yeah um there's really no reason to rate what's well, the same reason they don't raise the arizona in hawaii yeah. you know yeah. it's like dude mm, why nobody why needs you? to see that at this point no let's um, let, let it be down there and especially in the arizona because it's not that deep <laughs> you know it's just like mm. it's just like right there you know um the t- whereas the Titanic, like very few things can actually get down that deep mm-hmm. to do anything. So I think they, they probably talked about it once or twice, but I don't think they're going to do it mm-hmm. necessarily. So I, right. I don't, I can't There's see no them ever. Yet. I can't see them ever really doing that. So, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. uh, yeah. Okay. They have done several deep dives down there though. Well, that's what I mean, but they have, but the submersibles they use for that stuff are not big. No. Like they're only, they can only hold a couple of people, you know, they can't be down there for yeah. very long. They got, you right. know, it's not, we, and that's interesting because we, we look at as much as we talk about, you know, now everybody's focused on going into space. I'm getting all sequest on here, but as long as we focus about going in space, we don't really take the time to go, well, what can we build to go deep into the water? What can we find on there? What can we utilize? Yeah. Like the commercial, well, how can we further rape our planet? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because you think about they lay like transatlantic cables and oh yeah, like for the internet and communications and high speed cables, but they lay it on the ocean floor. Yeah, that it's not it's not strung like a series of poles sticking out of the ocean, you know, no. <laughs> or offshore rig water connected, yeah. you know. Um, but they put it underwater where it, it, there's less chance of it actually failing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I'm always, it's interesting to me to think about sometimes. It's like, what if we actually did like pull like a sequest and looked at exploring the oceans and maybe utilizing those for habit, undersea habitats and things where we could do more research and learn more about the planet that we live on, you know, as opposed to not that, not saying we should stop space exploration by any means, but, you know, let's think about that. There's so much of the Earth's, the Earth's surface that hasn't, still hasn't been explored. Right. Um, cause most of it's covered by water. So we don't think about it cause we're not water breathing people. Yeah. That's right. By the way, I'm okay with you going Sequest. Just don't go Johnny quest. That's just weird. <laughs> That's just weird. Cartoon face with a real mouth. Nope. This is, you, you mean you don't want to be Haji? 
Oh, fine, fine. It's I'm fine, Dimitri. You're fine. We're all fine. Um. Anyway, I almost, I almost had a scene from uh, was it the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? Ah. He's lucky. You're lucky. We're all lucky. Is uh, that the scene? Wait, is that the line? I don't know. Have you ever seen Rocky or Picture Show? Yes, you have. Never? Man, you go. I still haven't. And Dude. we had this discussion a while ago. I know what I'm saying. like uh, We had a whole discussion. Like, you have to go. I'm like, no, I don't have to go see it live. Oh. I don't have to. That's the nice part is I don't have to. I will see it probably at some... I, I don't know. It For me, it's... I would say at this point, like I'd see it just to get the references, but otherwise I just, I don't care. Right. You got to see it with the audience participation. Don't watch it without it. Cause it's a stupid movie. <laughs> it's really bad. Well, it's the I audience participation that, but... that makes it. It's like a, it's like watching. Cause I thought it was right up your vein, man. I thought it was right up your alley with like <clears throat> the whole mystery science theater and the mocking of the movie. That's, that's basically well, what they do. The whole I do enjoy they going, it. Well, I do enjoy some of that, but I think it's, but well, what I found, what at least from people I know who have gone to the to the live recreations and stuff, it's just I don't feel the need. I, as long as they're not still pelting people with rice or whatever and nah, nah, doing nah, all that crap, I just I don't. It's they never do that, been though. one of those things. I I've never been. That's the thing. Like I I do enjoy making fun of movies, but again, if you think about Mystery Science Theater, it's a guy with two of his friends right watching a movie, and like to me, right. that's great. Watching yeah. it in a theater full of people yelling and screaming? No, that's cacophony. <laughs> that, to me, is terrifying. It's pretty funny, though. It's bad, enough it once. When, it's bad enough when I'm on stage and people are watching me no, you know, no. do stuff. And it's like, uh, you know, you, you, want, you, you want some kind of response. But otherwise, I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but how are we doing on time? I lost. <laughs> I think we've wasted enough time. You think so? Uh, yes I, I forgot to start the timer again so i don't I, I was bad about that so we might be a little short this week or not i don't no, know we're not well, i think we're no. right on the money. okay we, we should be about right over. on the money i think i uh, yep we are there, so do it i think it seems like it feels like a good place to wrap up for this uh for this i week. would say so do something um, <laughs> <laughs> do something with it I didn't even get to the rest of my discussion that i wanted to originally when i started the recording <laughs> I don't even know what did we start out with? I don't even remember. We were talking. We were talking about uh, movies. Valentine's Day. We talked about like the entire hour. Well, because we were talking about Albert Finney, and then we went into movies. And oh yeah, I was trying to segue to other topics with Winter Time. We were because we were talking about Uh, things like when the power's out and stuff like. I wanted. Oh yes. Reminisce a little bit more about that. We may have to come back to that next week. We'll we'll come back to that Um, next week. It's still winter. If we if we remember. But it's but in any case for this week, that's another episode of the Brian trust. Uh, you can get this in all of our episodes on our website at Brian That's Brian with an I correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you can subscribe there or in Apple podcasts and hopefully some other platforms. If you get around to getting begging them to let us on, mm-hmm. um, you can, uh, you know, wherever you do listen to the show, please feel free to rate and review it because ratings and reviews are how shows like ours get discovered by other fine people like yourself. Right. Um, 
you can also, if you have feedback about the show, specific, you know, specific feedback, things you want us to consider or things you want us to change, or if you're a Brian or know someone whose name is Brian and think might be a good guest for the show, let us know. We're not, uh, we're not that picky. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you can email us directly at briantrustpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on, we have a Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash the Brian trust. Yep. We're also on the Twitters. Uh, the show is at the Brian trust. I am at actor geek individually. I am at B Selke. Also individually. Yeah, also <laughs> individually. Yeah. Sorry. It's not actor geek individually. Just at actor geek. <laughs> that just came out of my mouth all wrong. Weird. Um, that's going to do it for episode 117. Of the Brian Trust. I mean, it is 117, right? Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, hey, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> we've been doing this for how long? It's, it all just kind of blurs together after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to do it uh, for, for this episode, 117 of the Brian Trust. And until next time. Let's do the time warp again. Does that mean like Groundhog Day? We're just going to have to re-release this episode and pretend it's a new one? Bing! (laughs) Episode 118. Re-release of 117. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Insert deity here. Help us.